Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay Jury, jury Daily.com. Nailed it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Justin Robert Young program. My name is Justin Robert Young. Very, uh, very wacky beginning to the show today. I want to talk about getting a job. I want to talk about the way that we cash a paycheck in today's society. I want to ask uh, everybody here a very important question, a question that, uh, uh, you know, is is of the utmost importance. I need you to write into me anonymously, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Have you ever been worried about pissing dirty for a job? I need to know. I need to know. Have you ever personally worried been worried that you were going to piss dirty for a job. This is one of my favorite lines in uh, music history, mostly because we put this song on a mixtape for my mom and my mom fell in love with this song and quotes it all the time. Gloria Young will quote this song all the time. One moment you frequent the booty clubs and the next four years you and somebody daughter raising your own youngin. Now that's a beautiful thing. That's if you're on top of your game and man enough to handle real life situations, that is. Can't gamble feeding baby on that dope money. Might not always be sufficient. But the United Parcel Service and the people at the post office didn't call you back because you had cloudy piss. So now you're back in the trap. Just that. Trap. Trap. Go on to marinate on that for a minute. You will no longer have to marinate on that for any amount of time, let alone a few seconds, big boy. At least if you're in Nevada. Nevada has now banned employers from refusing to hire those who fail marijuana tests. Starting in 2020, Nevada employers cannot refuse to hire a job applicant for failing a marijuana screening test, making it the first state to pass such a law. It is unlawful for any employer in this state to fail or refuse to hire a prospective employee because the prospective employee submitted to a screening test and the results of the screening test included the presence of marijuana. Signed, uh, said the law, signed by Governor Steve Sisolak. On June 5th. Now, there are some exceptions. Firefighters, EMTs, and employees who operate motor vehicles. That's, you know, probably not be high for that. But in general, man, you're just trying to get a regular-ass job. You can you can be high. You can be high before. I will admit. 
There was one time that I uh, I had an opportunity. Uh, basically, I was in college, and this was ah shit. Whatever, I'll, I'll go. I'll go whole hog. So I have worked at two newspapers in my career. The Allentown Morning Call, or I guess it was the Morning Call in Allentown, and then the Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel. I guess it's now the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Now, I say worked there, despite the fact that I was there during summers while I was in college. Normally, you would call those things internships. But I do not call it an internship because it was not an internship. I applied for their internship programs. I got rejected. And then I wound up applying for a job and got hired. So I was in a, a real ass employee. I was not in, in an internship program. I did not have a mentor. I actually just worked there. But the Sun Sentinel one was a little dicey. Because I had talked to somebody about going there and and it was like a yes, then it was kind of a no, and then we were going to do the internship program, and then the internship program didn't wind up working out. So it wasn't until I had left college for the summer and went back home to Fort Lauderdale that I had the opportunity to go down there and even like finalize stuff. But by that point, they say, all right, look, we're going to bring you in. You have to pass a drug test. To which point I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute there. Uh, how long is this drug test a screen for? And they're like, well, normally a couple months. And I'm like, yeah, okay. All right, all right. So I uh, went to the head shop and, you know, Got the whatever the crazy juice was. I guess it's like you get some crazy stuff that you put in water, if I remember correctly. And then you just drink a lot of water. That's the other thing. You just drink a lot of water. Take the test. Pass with flying colors. And then I spent the rest of the summer on the website of the Sun Sentinel. Uh, you know, doing a little bit of writing. A little bit of reporting. But mostly just optimizing photos for slideshows. <laughs> which by the way the number one slideshow at the south florida sun sentinel that summer was pictures of tiger woods's wife who he had just married the same wife who would eventually put a golf club through his suv sending his uh <laughs> sending his career into a spiral that he has only recovered from within the last like six months so anyway, that's a lot tied into the idea of a weed test. But go ahead and send me your email, jurydaily at gmail.com. I want to hear about times where you were worried about a drug test because you had that cloudy piss. There is a new trend from Kraft Foods. They want kids to eat more vegetables. That's what they say. Really, I think they just want to move more ranch dressing. So instead of just saying that 
ranch dressing is fun and delicious and tastes great on a salad, they are now trying to repackage it. This has gone viral over the last few days. But Kraft and their hashtag lie like a parent campaign asks uh, parents to up your game with Kraft salad, quote unquote, frosting. So they've got a frosting bag. And it kind of looks like a, a, a funfetti frosting is going to come out of it. But instead, ranch dressing comes out. Now, here's my question for you, because this has kind of gone viral and it it obviously is meant to be provocative. It's meant for people to say like, oh, I shouldn't lie to my kids. I want to have a good relationship. Jezebel.com took the bait. Their headline, rise up, children. Don't be fooled by salad frosting. They go on in their polemic. Kraft's latest vehicle for ranch dressing is designed to trick kids into eating more vegetables by labeling the condiment as salad frosting. This will not work, but more than that, it's disrespectful to children who deserve to know what foods are cake and what foods are not. Kraft thinks that by putting a ranch dressing in a tube and making it look like a kind of a box of cake mix that kids will suddenly jump at the opportunity to eat a bowl full of steamed broccoli or carrots. Kids should know better. Children must rise up and demand more transparency at the dinner table to avoid situations like these. Except for kids who like ranch dressing. If that's you, this is actually pretty good timing. I would demand salad frosting at every meal and refuse to eat it otherwise. Here's my question. Who's got a problem getting kids to eat ranch dressing? I feel like of all the salad dressings, of all the salad dressings, ranch dressing would be the most kid-friendly. It's gooey. It's tasty. It's salty. Like, that that would be all the things that kids normally love. Like, if you were going to really try to trick kids, if this was your actual goal, Your actual goal was to try to cognitively fool children to eat things that are healthier for them. Then why on earth, why on earth would you try to do it with ranch? I mean, like, why not? Why not a a healthy, light balsamic vinaigrette? (laughs) I don't know what you'd call that, though. Or at least something that kids would love. I don't know. What is like <laughs> drink motor oil <laughs> and it's a, and it's a very tasteful balsamic vinaigrette. And really, are, is there a net positive if you let your kid douse an entire bowl of broccoli and ranch? You might as well feed him a fucking happy meal at that point, Right. I don't know. I always can I just tell you this? I always also feel bad doing these stories on this show because like on one hand we want to do more stories that people are talking about and I know it's funny when I get all riled up, but I feel I feel like I'm dying inside. I feel like my soul is dying when I do these stories because I know that they're there just for people to talk about. And and I'm talking about it. So I feel like they're winning. 
I feel like they have beaten me. That whatever intern that came up. No, I don't want to belittle them. They're not an intern. I'm sure it's an advertising company, and and they're brilliant. And you know, it's this is the new millennial uh, uh, Don Draper uh, uh, was uh, you know pitched this, and now it's working to perfection because they planned all this out. They knew it would just be catnip for blogs and podcasts and Facebook. Sure, there's some mommy group thread that's just at each other's throats. Finally, they can break off their constant 8,000-year war about who's going to vaccinate their kids and which one of them has lice so they can slice each other's throats over whether or not there's salad frosting's a thing. But I feel I feel lesser. I feel like I'm a shallow husk of a human and the sound you hear whistling out of my gaping maw is only the awful clickbait that blows across our entire landscape. Our irradiated hellscape of an internet. There's me, my long dead corpse, uh, just bleeding like some penny whistle as as the, the, the marketing messages make their way through my body. Time for emails. You can always email the show, jurydaily at gmail.com. Ken writes, no joke. As a kid, I used to let spiders crawl on me, hoping one would bite me and give me superpowers. To this day, I feel bad whenever I have to perform my husbandly duty and kill one of those little guys. So Jade Egg to be Iron Fist? I guess, but fool me once. I used to think that I was getting mutant powers, uh, and I would just wait to see kind of what they were. For a while, I was sure that it was my ability to withstand hot temperatures in the shower. Eric writes, Hey, somebody said today you couldn't shoot blazing saddles in today's culture. Now we get some Tarantino movies like Django where the N-word gets used. So is that right? If racism is getting better, shouldn't we be able to redo blazing saddles? The point of the redo blazing saddles argument, and to be clear, my argument was that the most daring movie you could do would be to have actors go shot for shot, line by line, reenact Blazing Saddles, because where Django got away with being as awful as it was, because it was literally a revenge movie. Everybody who participates in slavery gets shot or killed. Blazing Saddles, I mean, obviously the bad guys get uh, uh, their their comeuppance, but a lot of the good guys are racist. <laughs> like the end of the movie, spoiler alert for Blazing Saddles, ends with the racist town folk becoming about twenty percent less racist, <laughs> and that's only so they can save themselves from certain death. They temporarily decide not to die for the cause of racism. But it's a funny movie. Stuart writes, when I was in high school, we played some games which may or may not have made it over there. 
British Bulldog, a.k.a. Red Rover, was your classic man-in-the-middle-across-the-field game where the player in the middle would call one of the other players at one end of the field to try and get past him. If the first runner is sacked, they stay in the middle of the field as a catcher. If a runner reaches the far end, it signals a general rush. This continues until all runners are caught. That's funny because Red Rover for us was you would chant Red Rover, Red Rover, send blank on over. And then you would just try to break through the line. Every, all the other kids would be holding hands. You try to break through the line. That did also rely on trying to sniff out the weak, though. Brandy is like tag with a tennis ball where you are uh, branded by the tagger. You become it, a variation we played in an enclosed area, which is cumulative. But you could always defend yourself from being tagged by knucking the ball away. Many skin knuckles resulted from hitting the asphalt court. That just kind of sounds like dodgeball. Dodgeball was was like that, but you had the big, I don't know, do they not have those big bouncy balls in, I assume this is England, Stewart's emailing from? I'm not sure. All right. I would like to thank our producers, the Jen, PD Rave, non-specific rock and roll, Martian Joe Acosta, well, James, the OG Brito, well, and Chris. You can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Justin R. Young. Join our Discord, bit.ly slash jurydiscord. And of course, you can support the show by heading on over to payjurydaily.com. Till tomorrow, get your high thoughts in. This is your old pal, Justin Robert Young, letting you know. Please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. But more important, please don't die. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>